Hello and welcome to Podcast Versus Player, episode 157. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who was chasing some hackers down the road, but he lost them. They just ran somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you get me with those fucking word puns every time. <laughs> it's only bloody dare. Oh, how are you? I'm alright, I did have another one for you and I forgot. Oh, that's fine, don't worry about so, it. I'll uh, save it for the next one. Sure, okay, why not? How the devil are you? I'm good. I'm not bad. I'm actually really quite annoyed, but it's not for this podcast. Don't worry about it. Is it for the PVPPS? No. Oh, then we'll talk about it off air. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This week's episode is brought to you by Blueberry, which is a premier podcast hosting company. And with Podcast Versus Player, you can get one month absolutely free. Simply go to blueberry.com and use promo code PVP to start your podcast adventure today. Dan, do you want some big, fat, delicious news? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. It's been a while. Well, uh, you better get your bib on because I've got some juicy stuff for you. Bring it. Not that juicy. Pretty predictable. Uh, Sony's confirmed a few details about the PlayStation 5, including the fact it's called PlayStation 5. Mm, mm, now... Mm. I don't know if I'm of the minority, but I never expected it to be called anything other than PlayStation 5. Well, I mean, they've got a pretty good streak so far. Yeah, I mean, they might they might have gone for the, the PS5. No. no PlayStation, just PS. Just no nonsense. It's a it's the fifth PlayStation console we've made. So or it's, the five station. I, I think that no one would buy it if it was called that. <laughs> it sounds like one of the softcore poor channels on Channel 5. I was hoping it was. <laughs> That's what I mean. People who send it back say, "This is what I wanted." Ah, <laughs> Emmanuel Twenty Four, my favourite one. Um, Sony also announced that it will be out and available for release uh, for purchase. Sorry, uh, Christmas Twenty Twenty. That's not too bad. That's the I same thought... release window as the uh, Xbox Scarlet. Which makes sense. They had to. <laughs> well, yeah, one of them's got to come out first, and the other one's just going to be slightly behind with fixing whatever people have got an issue with with the other one i predict whoever's out first the uh whoever follows up will release theirs at 50 to 100 dollars cheaper probably yeah because that's again that's how you go or to be fair you go last of us uh (laughs) uncharted (laughs) god of war uh all of them and we'll give you 50 quid off as well people like yes sold normally i would absolutely agree but uh, Xbox, well, Microsoft currently Game Pass. It's a pretty big selling point. It is, but it's also not something that you'd need a Scarlet for. No, you, you could make it do with... I mean, I was saying this uh, earlier on, that, I mean, Microsoft have already said that they'll continue to support the Xbox One S, X, Scarlet, PC. I give it a year, and it'll just be the X... <laughs> And PC and Scarlet. Probably, yeah. Because, I mean, you don't want to just keep... You know, I mean, the 360 still gets the odd update. And, you know, but it's mainly like the like the news page, like on the homepage. It's yeah. just like, here's all the stuff for Xbox One. Like, Please <laughs> buy one. Why are you still here? Please, for the love of God. <laughs> I mean, I've I genuinely have played... my My Xbox One has actually been used since Game Pass. And I, it's definitely been used more than PS4 or the Switch. Mm. But 
had I not got an Xbox or a PC, I probably wouldn't buy an Xbox for Game Pass. It's great value, and it genuinely really is, but given the two, do I do I stick with... I mean, by that point, uh, by the end of next week, I should have an Xbox One X. So there's absolutely no way I'm going to upgrade the X rather than getting a PS5. Because there's absolutely no point. Got no. a PC, got an Xbox. I just get a PS5. Yeah, sure. Easy peasy. Um, back on to PS5. Uh, this was all revealed in a Sony's PlayStation blog. Um, and they also gave in- information on the new DualShock, which is unnamed. I'm assuming it'll be DualShock 5. <laughs> if because... anything, if history's still anything to go off, then yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the new features include haptic feedback. Um, quote, with haptics you feel a broader range of feedback, so crashing into a wall in a race car feels much different than making a tackle on a football field. Uh, you get a sense for a variety of textures when running through fields of grass or plodding through mud, um, and the controller will also have adaptive triggers incorporated into the trigger buttons. So I'm assuming this is going to be um, possibly the same as the HD rumble on the Switch. So uh, a brilliant example of that is pouring the milk on 1-2 uh, Switch. Where it just genuinely feel like you're pouring something. It's quite clever. It's very I good. Don't know, but I'll take your word for it. No, it, it is. It's, it is genuinely. If you closed your eyes, you wouldn't go. Oh my god, I'm pouring some milk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got the same kind of feeling of a. Uh, you know, if you if you pour water out of a bottle and you can feel the the bottle like the sloshing about and stuff, feels like that basically. Yeah, yeah. it's very clever. It's very well done. Um, developers can program the resistance of the trigger so you feel tactile sensation of drawing a bow and arrow or accelerating an off-road vehicle through rocky terrain. In combination with the haptics, uh, this can produce a powerful experience that better simulates various actions. Game creators have started to receive early versions of the new controller, and we can't wait to see where their imagination goes with these new features at their disposal. Hmm. Sony signed off the blog post uh, by pointing to upcoming PlayStation 4 exclusive Death Stranding, Last of Us 2, and Ghost of Tsushima. However, that also says that the art, there, there was people questioning whether these will actually come out on PlayStation 4 or whether they'd be launch titles for the uh, PS5. This yep. confirms they will be. I will wager a handsome amount of money that all three of these will also be remastered on PlayStation 5. <laughs> well, again, it's it just makes sense, doesn't it? it? It makes sense that these have been made for the PlayStation 5, downscaled, and then literally launch day, you can buy Last of Us 2 remastered. Yeah, if you well, want it'll be a pack probably. Hmm. I mean, they did it with uh, they did it with PlayStation 4. No, I mean, um, they'll go here's. Oh Last no, no, of Us no, 1 no, I agree. Yeah, the DLC for four, and then Last of Us. Uh, sorry, the DLC for one. Yeah, and then the remaster of two as well, possibly. Uh, currently, actually, Last of Us remastered on PlayStation 4 is currently free. On PS Plus at the moment. Oh, if uh, if any of you out there haven't played it, you fucking losers. It's amazing. Dan dusted off his PlayStation Three when that came. Out. I did. His well, original then, chunky monkey PlayStation Three. I in uh, to counter that, there's been a few new additions to Game Pass. Yes. For the PC for the old Xbox. Um, Dishonored 2, which I downloaded and started playing, which Fantastic is... Fantastic game. Have you played the second one yet, other than now? No. Oh, it's so good. Who Even the you... DLC is fucking brilliant as well. Who did you play as? 
Uh, what's face? Emily. Forgot her name. Emily, yeah. Yeah. See, that's the it, thing, because it came up and it's just like, do you want to play as Corvo or do you want to play as Emily? And I was like, eh, Emily will do. I intended. I, I only chose Emily because I've played Corvo in the first one. So I was like, yeah, let's exactly. see if it's any different. And yeah, I fully yeah. intended to go back and Replay do it again. It Corvo, yeah. Never did. Might do it now it's on Game Pass. Yeah, I'd, I'd suggest so. It is still pretty good. Um, it doesn't really strike me as any different from Dishonored from what I remember. It's space, It's just polished Dishonored. Yeah, I guess, which it, is it's... fine. But I'll, I'll plan through that at some point. But um, City Skylines was added as well. Yes. And man alive. You know me, I like a micromanagement game. He does. <laughs> oh, I completed Bomber Crew the other day as well. And man, that game's fucking brilliant. I love it. But City Skyline, literally building a city from the ground up. Um, your sewage network, your power system, like tax, income tax, local VAT. policies. No money back. <laughs> bus routes, taxis, a metro system. It's just, it, it's like a job. Like everything's just like, oh, oh, the sewage is backed up and oh, we're not getting enough healthcare. And it's just like, oh my God, calm down people. I just want to play a game. <laughs> just let me build your city and shut up. There's been quite a lot of new uh, additions added. Um, and I can't generally think of anything, but oh, dirt. I, I haven't bothered with that. But that was added the other day. And Lego Worlds. Uh, to the console, yeah. Are they not on uh, PC? No. Oh, I apologise. Yeah, no, the only additions that have been on is Dirt Rally, Killer Instinct, and then Dishonored 2 and... Uh, excuse me. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. City Skyline, <laughs> but Skyline's great. Such good value, <laughs> really is. Yeah, for, for sure it is. I mean, I know <laughs> absolutely. That they're, some of them are a bit old, but you know, you've got your gears and your halos and stuff. For, you, the, you know, things that are a lot more recent, a lot more AAA that you are in essence getting for the same prices. You tell me another service that allows me to play hundreds of games at no additional cost including day one release AAA games. Uh, Well, first party. Like illegal programs probably? Probably. Legit stuff? No. (laughs) Uh, The thing is though, I mean like every um, sort of like major company who's got their own launcher has got some version of their own pass thing. Yeah. So like there's Uplay and Origin Access or whatever it is. Um uh EA Access, I think it is. Can you uh, imagine if this is what PlayStation Now actually was? Um I don't know. The thing is though, is that there's a lot of shit in the PlayStation library that I would not give two fucks about. No, but you like realistically, you've got Forza, which we've bagged on Forza a lot prior to Game Pass. It's <laughs> generally one of my favourite fucking games now. Horizon, not normal falls. That's boring. yeah. That's the thing. There's yeah. That's the difference. It's the the, the normal falls that I've got no real interest in. But because Horizon's kind of just like a bit more of a hey, why don't you just play if you want to? Yeah. Here's a load of cars. Why don't you just auction on them? It's all good fun. You want to do go, a Halo run? That's fine. We'll chuck it in. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to have a race against a train? Sure. <laughs> what? It's what I really didn't like about the uh, the Halo mission. Is it's a very minor point, but you're driving along and you got like it was a weird team and they're like, oh thank God we're saved, uh, Chief's here, blah blah. It's like Chief, what guy help? Like, I can't do. I, I can only drive. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, let I can't me just, shoot anyone. Let me just drive and stick a gunner on the back 
Yeah. I'd be okay with that if it was That'd just like brilliant. shooting static targets or whatever. I mean, what? for God's sake, they must have access to the assets if they've got a bloody warthog in there. Of course they have. Still so made just... by... It's a Microsoft uh, exclusive first-party developer. Yeah, yeah, but it's still... If they just go, well, we don't really want you to make a drivable Halo game. But you know? what, I, what I loved is you, know, you start off, it's all like... You see, you see the uh, Halo in the sky... And then you've got you go through a desert bit. Then you're back in Norfolk or wherever the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go back through, and then oh, there's people flying over us. And then, oh no, it's a stop sign. <laughs> so yeah. It's still good though. I do yeah, like it. It's brilliant. It. And we played but, it together, and we did like a fashion show. Oh yeah, show. that was oh, that was obviously. But well, you, you've got you got your Forza, you got Gears, Halo, pretty much it. Realistically, you got, there's loads of other games, but not first party. If PlayStation Now did it, you got Last of Us, you got Uncharted, you got God yeah. of Wars, you got Spider Man, Horizon. There's fucking loads of games. It'd be so good. Mm. PlayStation Now, unfortunately, isn't that. And well, it that's is. what I mean. Like, there's there's just a lot of junk in their sort of just general catalog. There's a lot of like Japanese games, obviously. Hmm. Um, but I'd say ninety nine percent of all of those kind of like JRPG, whatever the fuck they're about. Like just they have zero interest to me, and there's I think a lot you'd of like stuff. Bloodborne. No, honestly, I played it. I thought you'd like Blood. I really like no, Bloodborne. It's I just pre- that, way prefer it, that to uh, Dark Souls. It, it, I tell you what it is, and it's the thing that winds me up the most about all of them. And it's when you're it, usually you've got some weapon that no human could ever possibly lift, <laughs> and you have to attack something. 150 times before you kill it and it's just like it slams you once and you're out and you go okay well that makes sense it's huge I'm only little but you're telling me that I I can like set it on fire and then slash 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 and it's not doing anything to it but it's just I I just don't like that kind of like weird lack of universal rules yeah I I know I know you mean it really bugs me and I mean even like the witcher does it better, in my opinion. Because like usually as long as long as you're not going up against something that's like twenty five levels higher than you, in which case, yeah, you shouldn't really be fighting it anyway, so jog on. But when it's your sort of level, it's a bit of a challenging fight. You've got to keep agile and you've got to keep moving away because it can fly and it's got a big tail or whatever. But, you know, you land a couple of decent hits on it. It like, you know, when you've got the right blade and you've used the right oil and you've got some mm. decent runes and stuff in it, that's pretty much all you need. And it just feels like a fair fight for what you're fighting against. And it doesn't feel like you can get knocked the fuck out instantly either. It doesn't bother me to the point that I won't play them. I mean, there's like, I mean, like you probably wouldn't like it, but it's not a typical like Japanese game. But Gravi- um, oh, Gravity Rush, I think it's called. Right. I generally really like it, and I can't remember the name of the game. <laughs> but right. you, it, it is a really fun game, and it's, it's a lot of fucking... 70,000 hit combos and whatnot. Yeah, but... I'm just not into any of that. I mean, oh, I, get, I get the appeal for it, but... Nina Cooney. Although that is on PC now, so that doesn't really count. Yeah. That's but a great game, though. It's like the sort of the Bayonettas and the Devil May Cries and stuff. I just... I don't like being ranked constantly. Like, oh, that was shit. Like, I tell you what, how about I just fucking enjoy it and <laughs> piss off? Like, I don't want to have to go, oh, well, I only got a C on that. I better replay it instantly and just... Like it's just the worst thing imaginable. I didn't mind the first, the yeah, first and second Devil May Cry. I quite liked. 
Um, they're definitely not. They're not up there in my top 50 games of all time or anything. But they were fine. Didn't really care too much for the the latter ones. And I would probably say Metal Gear Revengeance is up there as one of the worst hack and slashes I've ever fucking played. <laughs> but even like even Metal Gear, where it's just like, oh, you've you've done this mission or whatever. Here's a rating. I, I don't want it. Like there about, should be an option. Pedro? To just turn that off again I, it's not important <laughs> it's it's enjoying the, the experience like oh, oh what did i start playing um oh yeah that was it so it was dishonored 2 and it was just like the whole world you know it's basically yours however you want to play missions it's entirely up to you and i was like okay cool so um i sort of going around killing some people bear in mind these people are just are, are all traitors to the throne and just trying to have me yeah. imprisoned or executed or whatever so i'm going around i'm stabbing some people and then it's just like it comes up with like, oh, you've left this area and gone to the next one. Here's like an overview of what you've done. And it's just like big crosses through like, yeah, didn't kill anyone, yeah, cross through that. Um, stealthy, no, you were seen loads of times. And then you get the heart and then it's your mother going, oh, why are you killing so many people? I, was like, I, th- I thought I could play this how I want it to. What the fuck, man? They did it with Detroit. Um, me and Zach, to be fair, we haven't played it for ages now, but we were, we were doing Detroit Become Human. And it says, obviously, there's multiple ways you can you can do stuff, but it gives you a thing at the end and shows you like, oh, you could have gone this route. And it's like you go in and it says like, I don't know, this guy wants you to go and pick up that bag. So you go, all right, and then it goes to a cutscene and then you do the next thing, and then it finishes. And it's like, oh, you could have done these seventy thousand other possibilities. So you told me to go get a fucking bag. Yeah. It's like <laughs> there's only one way I can get a bag. Yeah, I, I just I don't like this whole sort of like forcing you to be absolutely either perfect or you know you need to be able to play it as their way. With games like Dishonored, though, I mean like Deus Ex, um, Mankind Divided, I've done four times now, mm. and it's ultimately the same, ultimately. But it, I like playing it; it's a good game anyway. But you know, I was just kind of getting to back into cyberpunk mode, but. Games like Dishonored and, and Deus Ex and stuff like that, and supposed to a lesser degree Fallout, there you can play it, do and go. Actually, you know what I did last time? I'm going to do it this way this time, and I'm going to put all my focus into upgrading this bit, mm. and then I'm going to do this bit. But with stuff like Detroit and Heavy Rain and that, you've still got to sit through 17 fucking days of cutscenes. Mm. And it's not... I don't see the point in giving me so many branching things to do, and I know for a fact I'm never going to hit every single one of them. I, I think that should... Again, though, that should be something that's optional. So you could have your playthrough, and then at the end, if you want to, because I'm assuming that's where the most of the replayability comes through. You go, okay, well, I'll go and try it again, but I'll do things differently now. Yeah. I don't want it spelled out for me. I'd, like, I wouldn't mind it if at the, at the end of the game they went... Hey, would you like to see yeah, how, how many how things you missed? Not, not exactly. It doesn't go. It basically say I can't remember. I can't even remember the characters. A uh, Marcus, I think the main guy is, and it'll say like, uh, I don't know. Marcus was given the choice to suck a dick, and you go, you chose not to, and it'll go and it'll show you the way you did, but it won't show you. You can see how many things you've missed, but it doesn't say he would have done this, and then he would have done this, and then he would have done this. Well, that's fine then. I mean, well, I don't like because I'd like it if it's more a. Uh, so I complete Fallout, say, 
and there's ultimately the end is still going to be you've done a thing or you've not done a thing or yeah. you know, you've killed someone or you've not killed someone or whatever but it's like the impact that you have along the way and that's what you're saying in Dishonored it was just like so it's just like oh you know play how you have, however you want to however if you kill loads of people everyone will hate you and you'll also impact the end of the game yeah. I was like well then it's encouraging me not to be going around stabbing everyone so where, play the game. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> do you want me to be? Do you want this to be like Thief, where it's just like under no circumstances should you be seen? Yeah. And that would be a chat. It would frustrate me, but I'd know where I stand with it. Yeah, but with a game like Thief or Hitman, it's kind of implied that you don't need. You shouldn't really be getting caught. No, but it should still cater to people who don't necessarily want to do that. Like, I start every Metal Gear mission with the best of intentions and spend 20 minutes planning and sneaking around and then some motherfucker sees me and I go, well, fine, here's my grenade launcher then, yeah. I guess. And just blow everything up. To be fair, I used to, I did that with... Um, except for like my second playthrough where I did. If I got caught, I was fucking restarting. But yeah. the first time around, it's like, right, I like doing things stealthily because I feel like I've accomplished something. But it got to the point in... In Mankind Divided, where it's just like, I got caught. Well, no survivors. <laughs> just like, wipe everyone the fuck out. Yeah. I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to play something that self-professes to be completely open world. You know, it's do as you want. Not open world, yeah. sorry, that's that's wrong, because it's not open world. I know, I know you mean like endless it's, possibilities. Yeah, it's just sort of like, look, however you want to play it, that's totally cool. And then chastise me for doing something that they don't necessarily want me to. Like Human Revolution was the worst for it, where it's like so many possibilities. Go you whatever way you want. Here's a boss battle. You can only do it one way. <laughs> it's like, whoa! It instantly takes you out of it. Especially games that give you the option to crouch to sneak, but you can't stealth it. Like they'll still know you're there. And that was the <laughs> fucking point. You may as well just make me permanently run. Yeah, but I mean, you you still have to fight them. Like, I doubt you could do all the Dark Souls or whatever and not be seen by a single enemy. You can do it, uh, like Hitman, you can get like Silent Assassin and, and whatnot. Like, th- as long as it's programmed into the game that as as long as you're not in, you don't do something or you're not directly seen. There's a lot of games that defy the laws of eyesight, but <laughs> it's... But Hitman's fine though, I think, because you can't, like for the people who go... No, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to kill them, and literally no one is even going to have noticed that I've ever been there. Yeah, and that's that's fine. Or if you want to go in and cause as much chaos and shoot everyone if you want to, that's also fine. The, but I what think, it does, though, it still penalises you. I think dependent on which with, with Hitman. So like the the new uh, uh, Hitman season one and season two was a lot more lenient in so. If you did get caught and then you just killed everyone, you got, you still got ratings, but obviously you wasn't stealthy, you wasn't silent, you are literally a mass murderer. <laughs> but it, it gave you, it still gave you like style points and whatnot. Hitman Absolution was, it was just Gears of War in a suit, mm. and like there was options where you could, you could be stealthy, but. Ultimately, you were gonna get you're gonna get caught because the mechanics were clunky, and it also only gave you like two ways to fucking finish the mission. Not you could drop a chandelier on his head, or you could put some poison in his tea, or you yeah. could fucking 
put a needle on his toilet seat, or you could do this, or you can do this, or you could, there's like two options per fucking level, and it was shit. I hated it. <laughs> Clearly. Um, just going back slightly, though, I did have one more thing to add to the PlayStation 5 thing. Go on. Um, AMD are again making the GPU for uh, the PlayStation 5, and it's going to be using the new Navi GPU. And it will support ray tracing, which currently is a feature that's not available on any, on any of AMD's consumer GPUs. Oh. I just thought it was quite interesting. It is. For I'm an assuming. negligible change to your experience. I, at this moment in time, I've seen very impressive videos. There's, a, there's an amazing Minecraft. I think I, I actually showed you the Minecraft video a few months ago. And it looked like the lighting and stuff was amazing. It was so good. But I was watching a video purposely designed to show you how good it looked. Yeah, exactly. If you I watch, was playing that in-game. A TV <laughs> tech demo of like how powerful its system is or how mm. crisp its screen is. It's going to be showing you things that are purposefully made to demonstrate it. Yeah, of course it is. But it's also not going to take away. Just because the lighting's slightly more fancy, you go, oh, that does look nice. I'll instantly forget about it, though. Of course you will. And I'll just it, go, oh, well, the, the mechanics are a bag of shit. I don't care how nice it looks if it plays like a bag of crap. There's, there's so many games. Um, have you played um, Rhyme on Game Pass yet? Like the Zelda clone. Is that on PC? Uh, I think it is. I'm 90% sure it is. Is that R-I-M-E? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So it is on here, but no, yeah. I haven't. It's very, it's quite, it's just a puzzle game. That's all it is. But it's very clever. It's very, but it's genuinely such a beautiful game. Mm. However, it's just, it's, it's a cartoon, and like that looks amazing because it's well designed. If that was shit and he turned left every time you pressed up, <laughs> then it's not going to be fun, and you're not going to fucking care about it. Mm. I generally don't care about ray tracing in Minecraft. I'm not yeah, playing I, Minecraft because it looks I, good. Don't get me wrong, it's a nice <laughs> option, and yeah, I'm sure it, it will add something, but it, it's not... I don't think it's overly necessary. I don't think it should be a selling point. Well, look how good games like like God of War looks. Hmm. No ray tracing in that. It's just no. a game that's had a lot of fucking love and labour put into it. It's also people who know what they're doing. I mean, we've we've had this conversation many times that Anything that's purposely made for a single device will look amazing because it's only made for that. That's only on PlayStation 4. Mm. Gears 5 looks fucking amazing. To be fair, it's on PC as well, but looks fucking. it looks really, really good. I wouldn't say it's God of War good. No, absolutely not. But it still looks very good. Um, do you want perfect. to play Gears, actually? Do you want to do a bit of Horde mode? We will. Not this exact second, but we will. No, I mean, we'll finish this up and then yeah, we'll... Yeah, and then we'll do some. Yeah, good idea. Um, Me. But, <laughs> <laughs> a perfect example of it is Wii U games. You played, I don't know, we'll, we'll use it again because I know it was available, Manka, uh, Deus Ex, uh, Human Revolution right. on the Wii U. Looks shite compared to PS3 and Xbox 360. You played Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Fuck me, did that donkey have some good fur? <laughs> because it's made for that. Nintendo Nintendo have got a good fucking track record in squeezing out really good visuals. 
in like, mainly 2D side scrollers. Well, well, fucking Mario Odyssey. Yeah, I mean that looks the fine. The textures on that look are like really good for a, considering it's on a Switch. Yeah, but that, it's looks not like amazing. that can't be duplicated anywhere else. No, it couldn't be. But you name me a you name me an Xbox game that genuinely made you go, "Hmm, this looks pretty fucking good." Uh, what recently? Recently, Forza. Car games don't count. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Because most of the time, you're supposed to be speeding past <laughs> that environment at 300 miles an hour. Well, no, because it's the cars themselves that look great. Like the environments aren't particularly brilliant. You say that if you go when it's sort of like sunsetty and you go down the beach, oh no, it looks amazing. Don't a get bloody me wrong. good sprint down the beach. You're just like, wow, this looks nice. But but all car games look good because uh, it's rally easy. Does not look good, but it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. They looked they amazing. At the time. They were basically cars 20 years ago. Yeah, I thought I was watching Top Gear. <laughs> but but yeah, I think it's just it's just industry knowledge that cars are generally very good, uh, very easy to make look almost photorealistic because the cars. <laughs> like, yeah. But you try and do that with a person, it's quite hard. Not I did watch the... a really interesting video about God of War and how they decided to change Kratos' looks, and because obviously he's quite cartoony in the old ones. Sure. But uh, it was quite an interesting, you know, quite an interesting process. Hmm. Made me think. I wish that I could make highly, <laughs> incredibly detailed three D models. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you'd have a, a, a different job. If that yeah, was the yeah. Case. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think so. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think people just do that as a hobby. Ah, oh, soon they've got to start somewhere, aren't they? Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, it's something that they go. Oh, I'll just do this because it's like it, it, because it's incredibly complicated and. It, like you don't well, take up computer coding just because well, I've got nothing better to do. Well, like last... you're going something, you're going somewhere with it, surely. Oh yeah, you, you you've got something lined up. And... Or at least you go, I'll get really good at it myself, like artistry and stuff like that. Like you, you keep practicing, you get better and better hmm. and better, and then eventually you go, well, maybe I can apply this professionally, and then I can just do this literally all day and get paid for it. Like blur. Yeah. Oh man. I need to keep an eye out for them. Actually, I'm sitting. They make some good stuff. But the uh, where was I going with that blur photo modeling? The last night, Mm. I showed a mate of mine the trailer for that the other day as well. I'll give up on it. It's still coming out. No news. It's still coming out. I promise you. Yeah, he's already he's already said it is still happening, but he's there's no updates or anything for it. But that's a perfect example of a game that. There's nothing special to look at, but it still looks phenomenal. Because hmm. it's it's just pixel art, but it's incredibly well made pixel art. Well, it's kind of it's pixel, but it's also mixed in with real world textures. Yeah, like neon signs and smart. rain and water and particle effects and things like that. They're not pixelated, but the foreground is for a lot of it. If that makes sense, like a lot of the stuff that you either are controlling or interacting with or looking at specifically is. Everything else, though, is yeah. It, it just looks like a the picture. <laughs> I I did a video, fucking years ago, on the like the original demo build for the last night. Yeah, and I remember. Even that, it doesn't look anywhere near as good as the the new game will be, but still looks great. And I, I mean, I'm more excited about Cyberpunk, but. That was definitely one of the games I was super excited about. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly why I ended up sharing my mate because we were talking Mm. about um, 
That was it. I was trying to book holiday off. Well, I wasn't trying. I was looking to book holiday off from work. And I was just like, well, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going on holiday anywhere. And I haven't got any big plans. So I opened up a list of all the games coming out from now until sort of like Q2 2020. Hmm. So I could plan my holidays around big game releases that I knew I was going to be buying. Yeah, makes sense. Cyberpunk being the main one, because I was like, okay, well, that is something that's, that could literally take a week. I need a, a month off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's in like April, and I can't even book the time off for that yet, because they finish in March for this year, or for next year, sorry. So I was like, well, what else is there? Yeah. <laughs> what is there that's going to that's gonna be? Because like Fallen Order, Fallen Jedi, whatever it is, um, that comes out on a Friday. Yes. So I was like, well, it looks fine. I'm still not really excited for it, but I'm still obviously going to get it on day one. By the time, probably Saturday evening, I will have finished that. Probably. I, I cannot imagine that has got a huge amount of substance to it. I can see it being 20 hours. I, I, no, I don't think so. I really don't. I'm hoping, because I'm hoping they've learned the lesson, EA have learned the lesson from Battlefront 2, where it was a great campaign, but it was short as fuck. Yeah, well, this is it. I think if it's 20 hours, that's not going to be 20 hours of gameplay. That's going to ah, be 20 yeah. hours of cutscenes. Combined cutscenes and gameplay. Yep. I didn't say gameplay. <laughs> 20 hours. <laughs> yeah, well, I, if they go, oh, this is 60 hours, but you can only play for five of them. A la Metal Gear 4. I have a choice, right? Um, I've been given a choice, basically, by Zoe, where, because it's my birthday this month. And she says, you can have Death Stranding or I'll go pre-order Star Wars. I've gone for Star Wars, right? You nutter. Wait, hear me hear me out, Dan. I'm going to buy Death Stranding myself. Oh, However, okay. <laughs> but my plan being that Death Stranding, we st- I still don't know anything about it. So I'm still going to wait for, I'm not going to buy it day one. I'll probably buy it like day two. <laughs> But <laughs> there's until I've seen some reviews and I've got a better idea what it is. Don't. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Not spoiler reviews. Just is it indeed a walking simulator as all we've been shown so far is Norman Reedus walking. Or drowning. Or drowning. <laughs> and I don't, want, I don't want to see that. But there is a nice little Easter egg that it's not a spoiler, but um, there's a... A scene in uh, there's a part of the game where you're in a shower, but you can like move about and whatnot. But if you keep moving the camera down towards his dick, he slaps the camera. <laughs> like, that's pretty that's cool. quite cool. <laughs> but I'm 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 really looking forward to it. But it's not it's not Metal Gear, and like I remember us sat down and we were discussing the Phantom Pain trailer before it was Metal Gear. And I'd gone through like various bits of the scenes and picked things out. And I was like, this is Metal Gear Solid. Hmm. And then I was really happy with what it was. And I was so fucking excited for that game. Whereas this, I think it's going to be as good, if not better, than Metal Gear 5. But up to now, it is just a walking simulator. And I ain't got time for that at the minute. <laughs> right. So it's, I could be just hacking people up in a Star Wars game. So well, I've gone, the, I've gone for gonna Star Wars. You're not going to be hacking Wars. anyone up. Well, I can, I'm going to be hit people be with a lightsaber. Um, but I'm going for that. And then, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll just buy Death Stranding myself anyway. So I'll, I'll, I'll have them both, but that's the one I chose out of the two. 
Yeah, I, I'm going into Star Wars with the lowest possible expectations. I'm expecting Uncharted with a lightsaber. I'm not. No, it's. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near Uncharted. I think it's going to be. There's going to be a few mechanics that you're going to go. Oh, this is pretty cool. And then you'll do it 800 times, and you'll go. God, why am I still doing this thing? I. I'm a sucker I, for I a have, Star Wars game. No, I, as am I. I mean, there's barely a game I've either a Star Wars game that I either don't own or have ever played. Yoda's Puzzle Adventure doesn't exist. Does? No. It does. I had it on PC. I had the demo on PC. It might not be called that, but <laughs> it's got something to do with Yoda and there was a droid fucking like chess game and it was fucking garbage. It's but they had a good cutscene though. Pit droids. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's like you guide them into a coloured pool or something. Yeah. It's 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 a kid's game, it's just the biggest possible shittest cash in for the Phantom Menace. I say, bear in mind, I was still at year eight in high school, maybe, which is like my second year of mm. high school. I think it's the second time. It's like that was my second time at high school. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm I'm excited. It looks like a good Star Wars game. I don't think I don't think it's no, I, be I don't think it, I think it's God just going to be. Are good. I think it's just going to be a Star Wars game. In the same vein that Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2, the newer Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2, are not good Star Wars games, they are Star Wars games. I disagree. Um, The biggest saving grace for Battlefront 1 was the sound. I fuck it, it, that was so well done, Mm. the sound was in that game. Like, the, the game was shit, but the sound was amazing. And I really like Battlefront 2, but it is... They they still haven't captured the magic of. I don't think Battlefront one and two original uh, ones. I don't think they were that good. I think we just remember them being super good. No, nope, you're wrong. And then you replay and go, well, it's not as good because it's really old. No, I I completely disagree. I think original Battlefront two had so much more substance than this does. Like what, it had but, everything in it. But we what are you comparing that to though? Because at, at the time, there wasn't a brilliant Star Wars game. And that came out. And it wasn't doing wrong. I fucking loved it. Well, and 2005, I, I, I think, Battlefront 2 came out in. Pretty sure Knights of the Old Republic was out then. Nah. Because this was back on PS2. What Battlefront was? Yeah. Uh, Battlefront 1 was definitely on Xbox, original Xbox, because I. Yeah, so I, PS, PS2. Yeah, yeah, so I had that, so that would have been about the same Yeah, because I had it on Xbox, and my friend had it on PS2. Yeah, and I had bloody Knights of the Old Republic on Xbox as well. No, but the, uh, saying that, Knights of the Old Republic came out on PC fucking years before PS2. Eh, let's have a look. So, uh, PC wow. release. Wait, what? Netflix? What? Knights of the Republic's on Netflix. No, I, I, I. Never mind. I just got a bit distracted. There was just a picture of it and just the Netflix logo under it. I was just like, oh my god, is someone doing something for Netflix? Two thousand and three. Um. Yeah, Xbox fifteenth uh, of July two thousand and three. So PC was af- afterwards, actually. No. Yeah, it says here. Um, 
Xbox, 15th July 2003. Microsoft Windows, November the 19th, 2003. And I remember seeing 2. it in... Oh, that's 2017. Yeah, Battlefront 2 came out in 2005. So, Knights of the Old Republic was out first. And that is a good Star Wars game. Is there another one? Is there a similar game? Because I remember having a uh, demo that didn't work on my PC. What, for Knights of the Old Republic? I'm sure it's not. There has to have been another game. It, it was like Star Wars Galaxies. Nah, that was an MMO, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Oh, I can't remember. It was fucking good, though. I mean, cars, you can't compare it to car. I tell you what, I'm going to find a list of all Star Wars games. So obviously we'll exclude things like the Atari and whatever, because. Um, so you got like Jedi Outcast and. Well, that's the thing. So Jeez. of these, there are good Star Wars games. So Old Republic, Old Republic Two, they are good Star Wars games. Fallen Jedi, the Fallen Order, whatever it is, we don't know. Battlefront, I think, was just a Star Wars game. Battlefront Two was just a Star Wars game. Dark Forces was a good Star Wars game. Rogue Squadron was. Rogue Squadron was fucking brilliant. Yeah, I think it depends on which one you're on about, but it was okay. GameCube. Yeah, that was the one I played the on. The original. Was um, Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2, I think, were just Star Wars games. Republic I, Commando, I think, was good a good Star Wars game. I liked it because my copy of Halo broke, and I used to pretend that I was playing Halo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just, you know, it was squad-based tactics, and it was looking at... It wasn't all just Jedis and lightsabers yeah. and stuff, you know, it was, it was troopers and things. Um, Jedi Outcast and Jedi Knight and Jedi great Academy, games. I think, which are great. Did I um, the second one, the lightsaber mechanics and that are still my favourite of any game. What for Outcast Two? Yeah, I've got I've actually got that on Steam, I think. Actually, so I think that might good. be one of the only Star Wars games I've actually got installed at the moment. <laughs> um Oh dang it, no, it did get uninstalled. Never mind. But yeah, I've got that one. I think I've played like ten hours of that or something. Yeah, oh, eighty eight minutes. Really Fuck good. me. Maybe eighty eight minutes. Now. Six hours, it's Jedi Academy. That's what I was playing, sorry. Um, Star Wars Clone Wars, TIE Fighter. That was a good Star Wars game. The Lego oh, it Star might Wars. be Jedi Academy, actually. Um, Jedi Knight. Um, and then it goes into the SNES ones and all that sort of stuff. Which we'll I play. think the new... the What's it called? Fallen Order. Mm. I think that's going to be better than both Force Unleashed games. For sure. Which is fine with me, because I enjoyed them. I think I think they were fine. It's just that I, they were I just disappointing. Like I, I things like um, Galaxy at War is mm. that to me is is far more interesting because there's a lot more you can actually do with it. Whereas is that the phone one. No. <laughs> um, oh no, Empire at War. Sorry, I'm thinking of um, oh. which is a, a game I still to this fucking day play fairly often. Uh, oh jeez, I play 53 hours of it. Oh on, my um, god. On PC alone, <laughs> but that's that's like it's Galactic Conquest. It's space and it's land and it's all different units. And with it being on Steam, there's all different mods for it as well. So you can have like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, but it's just Age of Empires. <laughs> well, no, it's it, it's just it's a different take on it because there's there's multiple layers to it. So layers it's in space <laughs> and things have to. <laughs> uh, you know, space is slightly different and how everything works there and then ground is different but the hero units are still there but they've all got different functionality and stuff. It's it's 
it's kind of like that kind of like classic RTS kind of at its prime, in my opinion. Like I I, I can't get enough of that. I still think it's a really fucking good game. But like Battlefront Two, like the maps and stuff, they're amazing. Hmm. You just sort of wandering around. And you go, holy shit, this looks just like Tatooine, or yeah. you know, this looks just like Crate, and it's just so fucking chaotic. You just can't appreciate any of it. Um, but like again, like Knights of the Old Republic is it's a lot very it's sorry it's a lot more slow paced. You can think, you can have a, a wander around. There's stuff to engage with. There's stuff to learn from. And like Force Unleashed and those kind of like action packed ones, they're they're more sort of like ah, you've got a lightsaber, ah, force powers, ah, kill loads of droids, yeah, just, ah, stab everyone. Just bland. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I can't help but feel that this new Star Wars is going to fit more into that category. I I don't. I mean, it's I've got no. I've got no expectations that this is going to make me forget that Car 2 is one of my most beloved games of all time. But I think because it's a more story-driven, here's a dude, you know him from Gotham, he's got a little cool droid, you're going to care about his, well, hopefully, potentially, you're going to care about his journey, and it's going to be something that you, you're going to be happy with, whatever the outcome is, what if he achieves what he set out to do, or... He makes a ragtag crew of friends or whatever. Was the Force Unleashed? It was just, I, I can't even tell you the name of the fucking guy. Star Killer. It was Star Killer. The original name for Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, exactly. But I forgot that, so <laughs> I thought I'd give a fuck about it. But it I'll was... give you ten pounds if you can name me the actor who uh, played him. Oh man, we had this discussion like three weeks yep. ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can tell you the last time I saw him <laughs> on a fun ass video. Yep. At the end of their episode one gameplay. Something I funnily enough watched yesterday. And his name is. No, because I know you're Googling it. Brian so... McFadden. Brian McFadden. <laughs> From Boyzone. From Westlife, actually. Oh, sorry. <laughs> No, it's Sam Whitworth, I think. That was it. Sam Whitwicky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Whitwicky. But it was like that had the potential to be quite an interesting story. You know, this like secret uh, clone, clone, fucking secret apprentice of Darth Vader. And, you know, there was like some Jedi in there and stuff that like, and you go, oh, but this you could just sort of sneak in canonically. Because if he was a secret apprentice. Well, obviously, he's not going to go to the Emperor and go, you never guess what my fucking dude did the other day. What? Uh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it could just fly under the radar, but it could still be a real thing, and he could still be a real person in it. Yeah. Um, And this, this I don't know, this new guy, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I think, it, I think it's going to be better. Than, I mean, I like Fortune, at least it was fine. It was a good, like, time killer. Uh, star killer. Star killer, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it just it was just fine. Cutter two, I have. I think that's the only RPG that I've genuinely sunken hundreds and hundreds of hours into. See, like, re- replaying it. Yeah, replaying it recently. Well, replaying both of them recently. I do still think that the first one is it has a better story to it. I. P- St- but the extra shit that they added in for two is and it's from our boys so much Obsidian. better. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. They've they've just taken a lot of the same key elements and just boosted them 
Mm. Like if you go, if you like look at all the different powers and stuff that are available in um, Knights of the Republic Two, and then you look at Knights of the Republic One, and it's like we've got like five powers. Yeah. And all the good ones are dark side powers. So that's why so I did it as a. That's why I did it as a Sith, obviously, but. The, there was like the, the overall goal and like the whole Revan thing is just so much more compelling mm. than any of the other sort of like non-canonical lore to me. Like nothing else has been more interesting than the, that kind of like rise to power. The smartest thing they did was make these games thousand, two thousand years prior to the events of. So it literally has no impact on it. Yeah, because the problem you've got with the new films looking at Rogue One and Solo. Rogue One, I still think, is my favourite of the new Star Wars films. I think it's generally a really good film. But the problem is, you know full well, no one's making it out of that film alive. Yeah, because you know, it's the same as the prequels. Like, yeah, you, 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 can you know put what's happening. Anakin and Obi Wan in as many dangerous situations as you want. They're going to be fine. Of course yeah. they are. They have to be. We know they are. Yeah, that's the danger of prequels. But like you say, that's what's good about Rogue One, because you just go. Do they so? They might just go. Oh, thank God that's over. Hmm. I'm going to go and live on a farm now. Yeah, they don't have to be involved in the foreseeing. They've, they've done that. The bit. upcoming events. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's that's totally fine. But but having having your entire universe set fucking years and years and years and years and years and years and years prior, there can be an entire got... planet that yeah. gets blown up in it, and yeah. it it would not make any difference to what happens in the the canonical. Movie the stupidest first. fucking thing Disney did. Fucking. Idiot. I think it's a good idea to bottleneck it. I think they still should have picked and choose some of the. I think they should have done it with Marvel, not Star Wars. <laughs> what? Try and strip away seventy they... years of comics? No, thank you. Well, I, would I mean, not want did, that job. They did change it with all new, the all new Marvel, which was still the stupidest fucking name. <laughs> like. There's not many good things about DC's New 52, but fuck me, the name's better. <laughs> but well, Star Wars pr- was pretty well managed. Like, you knew what was film canon. You knew what was connected through the books and stuff. Like, most of the books were just kind of going, oh, there was this thing that was briefly mentioned in one of the films, so we're going to write a book about it. But that's, that's kind of where, like, so things like, um, like a Jawa sand crawler hmm. you look at it you know what it is and you go oh it's a sand crawler I honestly don't know if they even mentioned the word sand crawler during the film probably not do you know what I mean there's like all these different things and like ship names and all that kind of stuff that you know instinctively almost and yet you go well no one's actually ever said that in the film yeah and that's that's what's interesting about Star Wars is the fact that I seem to know so much about it and yet, so little and of it. You've never is seen a single film. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> like, I think I told you the other day. Like, I, I was watching A New Hope mm. um, a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Fuck me, this is bloody slow. It's boring as fuck." Like, it's just it's C three PO wittering on for about twenty minutes at the start. And I was like, "I thought it was more interesting." Than this, I mean, man alive, Return of the Jedi and Empire really fucking pick things up yeah. afterwards. But man, that. I was like, this was like the biggest film in the world at the time. I mean, to be fair, again, it's a product of its time, I suppose. But... Yeah, but you look at... I still think the original trilogy is aged better than Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones, and... Uh, Definitely. There's, there's so much more compelling stuff that's going on in it. But 
I remember Logan's six now, and when Logan was four, he started really getting into like Rebels and the Clone Wars cartoons. And we finished, I forgot what season it was at the time, but we finished whatever the current season of Rebels was. And I was like, I'm going to put the original films on. Let's watch the Star Wars films. And so he's like, yay. And she selected episode one. And I was like, no, we're going to watch the only films that there are. We're not watching them. And we sat watching it and I was all excited and stuff. And we got so far through. And I, like like you, I was like, fuck me, this is boring. <laughs> I was like, I mean, he enjoyed it. He sat and watched it. But it, I still love it. But I don't think I'm going to make a habit of watching it very often. Yeah, maybe it's one of those things that you, you just know enough about it. Yeah. Where you go, I don't actually need to watch it anymore th- because it'll just depress me if I do. I've ne- Logan's never watched any of the prequels, but I think I might. I think I might rewatch them with him because I, I think I've seen I've seen episode one like maybe three times. I've watched Attack of the Clones once and I fucking hate it. And uh, we went to the cinema to see. Uh, Oh shit! What's the third one? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. We went to the cinema to see that, didn't we? Yeah, like a pair of sad shits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually watched. Um, I can't remember what it was of. Um, it was Revenge of the Sith. I was watching, and I can't quite remember why. Um, but like it starts off, and it's like this this really cool looking sort of space battle, and. Um, you know, and then they're going in to fight Dooku, and it just—I was just like, God, there's nothing about this that I actually enjoy at the moment. I don't like the look of it. I don't like the dialogue. And then it got to—it got to the point where they'd rescued the Emperor, and like Grievous was like, "Oh, well, I'm just going to bail out and crash the ship into the planet," which they somehow survive. Um, and then um, like. Anakin meets up with Padme and I was just like oh god like there is just so little interest between either of them I, I, I don't get how this is supposed to be like like you know the, the greatest love story of this <laughs> Jedi's generation or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be like I was just like no, I genuinely couldn't give a shit about you Anakin Skywalker like the only time you become interesting is thirty years from now, yeah, when you're that's nearly when, dead. <laughs> yeah, on on the downward swing, that's when you become interesting. The irony the being o- that that is the best of the trilogy. <laughs> yeah, but it, well, except Rogue One, obviously. That's but not true. Again, then, was... <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but that's still a yeah. part of the prequel um, trilogy. Then, yeah, not, not including Rogue One or Solo. <laughs> yeah, but well, he's not in Solo, is he? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you, oh, Darth Vader. Got you. Yeah, yeah. I see where you're going. I'm, yeah, I so like, Anakin is just useless for three films that are specifically about him and what he's up to. He's good in the and, Clone Wars cartoon. Well, that's it. But then again, <laughs> you've got free range to just do whatever you want, I guess. Because then he's just like, yeah, we can have him fight a hundred dudes. Because we can't put that to film. Instead, we need people talking about diplomatic relations or whatever. I hate sand. Ugh. Fuck off! <laughs> but... There's, there's more, like, the, the Vader that's in Rogue One is, like, it, it's it's 
it's it, it makes me speechless like how much of like when I think of Vader as this like completely terrifying unstoppable machine yeah. being that's just people see him and go nope 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 <laughs> I'm out I'm out immediately that that like two minute scene or whatever it is with him just going through that hallway I was just like oh my god this this is how I see him it's, I don't it's, see him as this fucking whiny idiot. Like it's it, it's just just terror. There's a great and you scene. see it in those dudes' faces where they're just like, oh fuck! Like they just shoot it. They go, well, this isn't going to hit him, but <laughs> we can't do anything else. We're trapped in a corridor. <laughs> yeah, what are we going to do? Go, we surrender. He's just going to kill us anyway. <laughs> well, there's a there's a good scene in in Star Wars Rebels with Kanan and Ezra. And they're yeah, like, and they're like we, need, we need to get out. And then he shows up. And then they drop a fucking eighty-eighty on him. And he's just like, nah, fuck it. And they're just yeah. like, fucking get out of here. But this is it, right? Because because you know, again, it, it's that same kind of thing. Because you know where his story goes and how yeah. he dies. Um, You can use, instead of using that to put him in, like what they did with like Obi-Wan or like whatever when he was like oh he fell off a hill well obviously he's not dead <laughs> like they're not using it to go oh my god Darth Vader fell down a hole I wonder if he's alright yeah they just go let's throw as much as we can at him and make the point that he's just so powerful it means almost nothing to him yeah like, you... the, like the stuff in Force Unleashed where like you pull down the Star Destroyer and smash it into a planet hmm. like Someone doing something like that, where it's just like, okay, well, we've, we've got, you know, there's a rebel capital ship, say, and they've got Vader trapped on a planet, and they go, it's that sort of like Kylo versus Luke in uh, Last Jedi. Yeah. Where he's just like, right, fire, and literally everything we've got, just fire it all at him, and then he's still standing there. The thing is, though, you didn't immediately go, huh, he wasn't there. It could just be, it's wow, Luke that's Skywalker. How, that's how powerful Luke is, yeah, yeah, because that's, you know. So you could have this ship just blasting stuff at him, and he is actually there, but even that isn't enough. Yeah. And he could just pull that ship out of the sky and smash it into the ground. But uh, just give me a, a Darth Vader film. I know they're all about him specifically, except for the you know the last few. Yeah. But I just want to see a film about like remember the first mission of the Force Unleashed. Yeah. You play as Darth Vader. Track get the uh, well. Young Starkiller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you're going through, it's like on Kashyyyk or whatever. Mm. And you are just, because you've got like most of the powers anyway. So you just you just wander through and there's just like people just, and you're just like, nope, no, bang, gone. Nope, over the hill. Nope, in a tree. And like, it's just like you're in just, a a, you just smash them into shit. But it, it was like this, you were just, you felt like, oh my God, this is what it must be like to be Darth Vader. Like nothing's a threat to you. Yeah, he's the equivalent of if Superman was just a slow walking tank. <laughs> if he was fucking Homelander. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't get that feeling that I. We've said it fucking so many times, but the the ending scene to Rogue One, spoilers by the way, if you haven't seen Rogue One, and you get that scene with Vader, but then the next fight you have with Vader is the fight with Obi Wan. And it's such a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> I know it yeah. was filmed fucking X amount of years ago and he was in a big heavy suit and 
Alec Guinness was an old dude, but... And also they had no idea that this was going to be a thing. No, this was just fucking... Somebody gave fucking George Lucas a a bit of money and he fucking made a film. But Yeah, he wasn't planning on what's going to happen 40 years from now. No, no. He makes a, a prequel directly up to the point and where this one starts. As we've seen, it's easily rectifiable with CGI. Yeah, but don't do not do it though. Don't no, do that, that scene... No, not the shit George Lucas did. That fan scene. No, I know. I know what you mean, but I don't want them to go, well, we've re-released it and we've recut all the fights so they're all dead fast and whatever. Like, do you know what like, one of my biggest pet peeves with, especially with Attack of the Clones? It's shit. <laughs> it's... The the force is just like... So Dooku and Yoda, they, they he throws like an engine at him and then Yoda catches it and throws it away and then he gets a rock and he throws that at him and then he throws that away. And he goes, well, clearly we can't settle this with our mastery of the Force. Better get a lightsabers. <laughs> like, sorry, surely the point of the Force is that by the time that you are a, a master or a Sith Lord or whatever, you don't need a lightsaber anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. like Neo in the Matrix. You like, yeah. you don't need to fight. You can just go, and you're dead. Yeah. And, and that's it. Like, y- you could like suck all the oxygen out of a room. You know, you, th- th- there's you. There's just so much more to just the Force rather than just it's a shockwave blast thing. Yeah. And, like, the games only really, in my opinion, Knights of the Old Republic have done the Force any justice in terms of the impact that it can actually have. Oh, yeah, Rather than just... Like, because in the the original films, it was just, you know, it was never really something that you could see, per se. These are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. It was just sort of like this mysterious, like, manipulative force almost. And then, like, Vader would obviously, like, choke people with it or whatever. But I I, I also don't, you know, I want them to be exploring, like, it's like, it's corruption. Like, I'd much prefer it if, like, the Emperor, um, before he was the Emperor, when he was just the Senator or whatever. Yeah. um, If his, like, his, uh, like, dark power was, like, literally corrupting the people around him. So I know that was supposed yeah. to be what Anakin's journey was or whatever. Even though it was just like, he's a Jedi, he's a Jedi, he's a Jedi. Um, I might be able to save your wife. Okay, I'll kill kids for you. Like, it was just, there, was, there wasn't a, like a slow, damning corruption. It was, you just, you killed a guy and he went, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. That, it, that was what? a perfect example of people blaming video games and movies and stuff for people doing bad things. People are going to do bad things anyway. Anakin clearly wanted to kill children before the Emperor came along. He was just the excuse. <laughs> yeah. It's like, finally! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like like the people around him, if they just became, like, more... Like, what's what's his fucking name? Wormtongue in mm. um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Where, like, he's like this sort of, like... Uh, like, the, the, the king, the king of Gondor, I think he is. Um, where he's just sort of like this, like wispy, sort of like broken down man because he's been like corrupted by, um, uh, the fucking Sauron, I think. Or, yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's basically like it's people that have been like bogged down by all the evil in the world. Hmm. So like, like you know, I, I wanted like like the emperor. He doesn't need to be flipping around and throwing shit at people. He could just he could go into a room full of senators and make them agree to the most awful things imaginable. Yeah. 
like he would just slowly be able to just break them down just with him being there. Like that's like his mental level of manipulation. Yeah, for sure. Like he doesn't need to be a super cool lightsaber smith. Like again, like that's lightsaber why lightsaber smith. <laughs> whatever the technical term is, I don't know. But in in the Knights of the Old Republic games, it was like, okay, well, what what's your focus going to be? Do you want to be a lightsaber master? Do you want to instead maybe focus on your ability of using the Force? And it was just like, they're not necessarily one and the same. You can be a master of the Force, but be a bag of shit with a lightsaber. Or you could be the the, the most agile, you know, acrobatic motherfucker with a lightsaber, but someone could just get inside your head and just turn you off, basically. And yeah, then just it, drop a rock on you. It was one of the first games that I remember, uh, that at least I can recall playing, that if you did improve your, like, effective charisma, essentially, but you could open up different dialogue options because you were, you could manipulate people. I mean, there's yeah. there's that guy who's just by the railing on... I forgot the name of the city. It's like the gambling fucking place. Uh, Nashida. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, I feel really shit. He's like, you should probably kill yourself. He's like, yeah, I probably should. And he just kills himself. He's like, oh, it's so good. But like, there's there's a point where like that's that's one of the only games where I I really feel like I've actually become more powerful. Yeah, as you go. Along. Like, because there was there was a point where um, I went into a, a Sith Academy. So this is when I was playing Knights of the Republic One, um, and went to the Sith Academy on Korriban, um, and I was playing as a, a Sith. Um, because initially it sort of starts out by like just be a dick, <laughs> and that's usually enough to you know get you dark side points and things but it's 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 the more subtle things that come from it yeah so you go to this uh, this sith academy and the like the second in command there's like oh um i tell you what you seem like a really like a really powerful sith actually it seems like you're gonna ace these like entrance exam type things um i could actually do with someone like you on my side because i i don't think the guy in charge of this place is actually the best i, I think i don't think he's doing a good job so when it gets to the final test, I'm pretty sure you'll get to the final test because you seem good enough. Um, y- you and me will team up and we'll kill him. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a good plan. But then obviously then you go, well, so there's one way I can... Uh, so there's a few ways I can play this. I can either go along with that plan and I can team up with her and I can kill this guy and then she takes power and then, you know, however that plans out. Or I can go straight to him and go... By the way, your mate round there wants to fuck you over. Yeah. And he'll be like, right, nice one. Brandy points for you, my old son, for, you know, trying to do right by me. Um, or it got to the point where I, I'd sort of just sort of left it ambiguous with everyone. Mm. And then it got to this point and it was like, ah, you've passed the final test. And she was like, ha but I'm going to kill you with my new friend here. And he was just like, you're not really going to be that stupid, are you? Like obviously, I'm better than her. That's why I'm in charge. This that's how the Sith work. Yeah. You know, biggest, bestest, hardest, strongest is always the top dog. Um, team up with me, and you can have her job basically. So I went. No, fuck you both. I'll kill you both, <laughs> and I'll run the place. And they were like, "You can't be serious." I was like, "No, fuck it." Killed them both. <laughs> then went through the entire academy. And every person in every room attacked me. Yeah. And I was just swatting them away. And it was just like like you you'd fight so hard and you'd die so often and you had blasters and you were throwing grenades and you were lying mines down everywhere just to try and get past a particularly tough dude. 
And then it gets to a point where you can just go through an entire level mm. and you can just wipe the floor with everybody. And like Such you just a go fucking game. You're that evil Jedi, right, you're on my side now, and he'll just start attacking his mates. And then you just go, right, corrupt him, um, stun them, electrocute you, and I'll throw you in the air, and then just walk around and just clobber them all. And it, it just it just felt like by the time you got to the end, you'd earn that title. Like so I I, I it got to the point where I was like, I am Darth Revan again. Like mm. I've reclaimed that title. And it by the time that you get to the point where you learn the truth, spoilers, um, that you were Revan. Yeah. And then you decide whether you want to walk away from what Revan was or, you know, you basically join back up to the path that you were on before. You feel like you've earned it. Yeah. And you go and like, because then you've got like, you're certainly like with your companions and stuff saying like, yeah, you're actually way more powerful than I fucking remember you. Like, you, like you're a better, very, a better evil Revan than the evil Revan who like wiped our fucking Jedi out. <laughs> and it, it just, it just made you feel like you actually were gaining power and actually improving and you were learning more about this sort of universe and stuff like that. Yeah. And my point is, this new Star Wars game will not do that. <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to leave it there. Just a quick reminder, this podcast brought to you by Blueberry. Uh, by Blueberry Star Wars and uh, a... Microsoft. <laughs> podcast hosting service. And with us, you can get 30 days, which is one month, absolutely free. Just go to blueberry.com and use promo code PVP. It's all good fun. You'll love it. A um, couple of shout-outs, Daniel. Yo. On the uh, on the wall on the website, um, Henry T and Ash Weaver, who both say that Retro Shenanigans is a good show. I agree. I definitely agree. <laughs> it's very fucking fun. Um, I'm not going to read the actual things out, but if you want if you want to read them for yourselves, you can head over to podcastversusplayer.com, which has everything, including the aforementioned uh, new show Retro Shenanigans. Um, it's probably my favourite show at the moment, Dan. It's pretty good. Of everything, Netflix, Amazon, <laughs> everything. It's really good. Well, speaking of Netflix and Amazon, uh, we're going to go and do the PPPPS now, which is available exclusively for patrons only. Mm-hmm. You can find out some more details about Patreon if you wish to become a patron on the website, as Callum's just mentioned. And on there, we're going to be talking about the completion of Preacher, where we're up to with Titan so far, um, Star Trek Picard, we've had a new trailer, and also Big Mouth Season 3. Season 3. Indeed. So head on over there if you're a patron already, or if you want to subscribe uh, or become a patron, or whatever the term is for it. www.podcastversusplayer.com is where you look to find out some more details. It's all good. It's all good, baby. So we're going to shoot off. Uh, if you're not going to join us on the PVPPS, hopefully we'll see you on the next podcast. Um, Indeed. We can talk you around and, you know, bring you over to our dark side. I wouldn't promise that if I was you. Nah, I won't do (laughs) it. Bye!